This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. I like to hang out here on the internet, open up discussions that you can tune into, hang out with, discuss with me in the comment section over here on YouTube, or if you're listening on any podcast platform, then hey, what's up? Today, we are going to start off the June I guess it's not all gonna be summer-related conversations that we'll have all month, but I definitely am focused a little bit more on summary content or summary conversations as we enter the month of June. And a request came in to talk about the pressures of hot girl summer. And I really resonated with this because I feel myself at times have put that pressure on even before hot girl summer was a thing, but just like summer comes around and all of a sudden you just want to get your hair done. You want to get some new cute bikinis and clothes and just live your best life for the summer, which just like with most things, I feel like comes from or can come from a very innocent intention, but when you throw the internet and social media and this really complex way that our brains work into the mix and levels of comparison, it can get complicated, it can get muddy, it can get tricky because I think, again, something that can start with the best of intentions and be rooted in a place of confidence and self-love can turn into a new gauge or a new way or a new content lane of comparison and almost a new vein of vanity, or at least it can seem that way sometimes. I'm trying my best not to be, I don't wanna be like an older judgmental sister about this, you know? And I feel like <laughs> on the internet, I'm slowly becoming an older sister on the internet as Gen Z's really come up and taken over the social media platforms. Here I am, a 94 baby, millennial, trying to kick it with the cool kids, you know? That's such a lie. I do not try and kick it with the cool kids. I have pretty much stayed in my lane online. I still take in a lot of this content. I still see a lot of the trends. I, I guess in a sense have an opinion on it, but today I just wanna open up the conversation. And I mean, I definitely still experience those pressures as well. So let's, let's chat about it also. Let me know what you're drinking as per usual. Let's dive in. Let's talk about the origins of Hot Girl Summer. Where did it start? So it was about four years ago. Wait, three years ago. Don't let me get too far ahead of myself. I swear the last two years feel like a time vortex where it feels like a whole, 2019 feels like a different 
generation. It feels like a different time. But it started in 2019 with Megan Thee Stallion. So she had released a song 2019, I believe it featured Nicki Minaj, and it was called Hot Girl Summer. And it started this whole trend where I think something that was already prevalent on the internet, but just didn't really have like a name or a trendy tag for, suddenly it was like those two things merged, you know? I think people were already kind of doing Hot Girl Summer, just not really calling it Hot Girl Summer until 2019. All right, so upon editing today's podcast, I went through Pinterest and looked up Hot Girl Summer for some, you know, B-roll and found this thing called Hot Girl Summer List. And I'm actually scared. There's lists that give you points or take points away if you get called bad or you get called cute. There's some toxic ideas that if you catch feelings you lose points and you gain points if you leave someone on red for a week and i know that this is probably made by young people like this one says if only i wasn't 13 in the comments and then someone wrote back saying i've done all of these things and i'm 13 <laughs> and then someone writes are you sure s-h-u-r-e which actually just makes me feel so warm and fuzzy because i just remember being this age and writing like that but just knowing that young impressionable girls are going on Pinterest or making these lists, it's a sign that the general intention of Hot Girl Summer is missing, what, it, what it's meant to be. But I digress. Originally, if you actually look up Meg the Stallion, when asked what is Hot Girl Summer, what is it supposed to mean, Hot Girl Summer was genuinely about living your best life, being unapologetically you, even though it's hot girl summer, she included women and men and people all over the gender spectrum to quite literally just do you, just be you, be unapologetically yourself, not give a damn what anybody has to say or think about it, hype up your friends, have a good time and just enjoy the season while it's here. And genuinely, again, I think that like most things on the internet or at least most, not maybe everything that trends on the internet, but a lot of the things that end up trending on the internet, I think they can start with very wholesome, very positive roots or intentions. The problem with the world wide web or the wild wild web, especially in as we move into things like metaverses and I still feel foreign to TikTok. When things trend on the internet, they tend to take on a life of their own. And what can originally start with really good and pure intentions can kind of get muddled and lost along the way. And everything that we consume in terms of content on the internet is usually very visual. I mean, again, you've got podcasts, you've got audio forms, all of that stuff. But a lot of it, when it comes to things like TikTok or Instagram, or Pinterest or even YouTube, like a lot of these things are very visual. And so it makes sense, but it's also not necessarily a great thing that what I think can start with very pure, intrinsic, positive intentions can end up landing on a very external, almost vain, physical, aspect or trend. What Megan the Stallion described as hot girl summer was rooted in a, in a place of confidence. It was rooted in a place of self-acceptance. It wasn't about having to change who you are in order to have a hot girl summer. It was literally just about, oh, it's summertime, time to just live your best life. No, no change is necessary. You vibing, going with the flow, having a good time, 
and enjoying it. And whatever that means to you, doing it in that form, right? The original intention or the original definition of what it was supposed to mean clearly got lost along the way because there is no pressure or there shouldn't be any pressure when it comes to just literally being unapologetically yourself. That means nothing actually has to change. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to go anywhere. You don't need to spend any money. You just need to just be you and love it. And you don't even need to post about it. You can hot girl summer without posting about it. Imagine, how would anyone know if you were hot girl summering if you didn't post about it everywhere, right? There is nothing wrong with that. It's just, there is always gonna be that level of vanity to it. I mean, we all do it. Anybody that posts and like shares openly, two things can be true. You can have the best of intentions. You can just wanna document your life. You can have all this fun, but there is a level of it that's just like, yeah, I'm living it right now. Who cares? Embrace it. There is, we're allowed to be a little vain, okay? The issue is, I mean, in my personal opinion, I'm gonna impose my personal opinion in here. I think the problem is that as a society at large, especially as we move into realms like social media, I think that a lot of our core values as a collective are still really skewed, are still not necessarily beneficial to the common person. And because of that, I think a lot of the core values or a lot of the priorities that I tend to see on social media, especially in things that tend to trend, have a lot to do with vanity, have a lot to do with your physical appearance. You having to fit into a certain mold, even the more open and embracing and accepting as we've become, there still seems to be a layer of, almost like a toxic trait to it, a toxic layer to it. I, when you live in a world where your value to a company or your value to a brand or your value to a platform comes from one, keeping your attention and two, getting you to spend your money or change your behavior, that gets tricky because then the value system starts to become, okay, it's easier to manipulate you. It's easier to get you to spend money. It's easier to get you to spend more time here if we run off of your negative emotions. And you might think like, wait, I, I tend to have a lot of positive experiences on social media and I don't doubt that. I just mean more so, especially when it comes to companies trying to sell things, companies trying to sell products or whatever it is. It's, there's like a sneaky under layer of if we can make people feel insecure, almost compulsive or obsessive with trying to better themselves. And when you try to constantly compulsively and obsessively better yourself, you're gonna be spending money, you're gonna be changing your behavior, you're gonna suddenly feel like what you are, who you are, what you have isn't enough, and thus you've you've gotten hooked, you know what I mean? Like you've bit, the, you bit into the trap of, okay, so now you're gonna buy all these new clothes, now you're gonna spend money on luxury vacations, it, or it, what if you can't, you know? The double whammy of that is you're either gonna do it and if you have the money for it, good on ya. But if you don't, you're gonna put yourself in a financially tight situation to hot girl summer. And if you can't, or if you're smart about it, or if you're like, actually, I don't have the money to buy a whole new wardrobe. I don't have the money to go to an expensive gym. I don't have the money to be going on these crazy trips and doing all of these crazy things then you feel excluded. Then you're no longer on the inside or you don't feel good enough or it can mess with your ability to what the original intention was, just be unapologetically you and enjoy your life as it comes and as it goes, you know, as the season of summer 
comes in and fades out just doing what you would normally be doing and enjoy it. I don't know. I'm not here to say whether it's intentional or not. I think with some brands and with some platforms, there can be some meticulous thought process going in there to keep people's attention, to keep people around. But I genuinely think that it's kind of just a ripple effect of the era we live in of social media, of consuming so much content about what other people are doing that it is bound to make our brains question what we have, what, what we're doing and put on this new sudden pressure to, okay, my hot girl summer doesn't look like that hot girl summer, which means I have to change what I'm doing to fit someone else's mold or to fit someone else's idea or representation of a hot girl summer, which again, just bringing it right back to Megan Thee Stallion, misses the whole point, right? And that's what creates that pressure. And we're the ones that consume the content, so we're the ones that drive the algorithm. AI is just trying to figure out what we wanna see, what we want more of. And so it does beg much deeper questions that I'll try not to get into because this is supposed to just be a light, fun summer conversation, but like, why is it that something that originally started with such a good seed of intention has turned into, okay, now if you want a hot girl summer, it's all about changing your body. It's all about buying all these new clothes. It's all about literally sleeping around or like breaking up with your boyfriend and doing whatever you want, which again, I'm not saying is actually a bad thing, but you can hot girl summer in a relationship. You can be independent and competent in yourself, in love, to glow up, you know, to change yourself externally, making yourself physically more appealing to someone else's eye or your own, but why? Like, again, this begs the deeper question, why does your own eye suddenly think that you need to change to look better? Like, who's feeding you that information that the way you look right now isn't enough? I'm trying so hard not to take this too deep, but like, it, it opens up a lot of doors. And not just with Hot Girl Summer, just with social media in general. And basically, what it does is it ends up focusing this whole idea of Hot Girl Summer on what it means to be conventionally, conventionally <laughs> hot, you know, physically hot. And what if you don't, what if you just don't identify with being hot? Like you don't have to be hot. Like it's cool if you do feel hot at times, but some people just genuinely don't identify with feeling hot or being hot, right? Some people identify with being cute, have a cute girl summer. Some people identify with just being chill, have a chill girl summer. And again, too, like not everything on the internet is out there to appease to you individually or me individually. So when someone's out there saying they're having a hot girl summer and it's trending, if I don't identify with being hot, yeah, that can make me feel again, left out. At the same time, not everything on the internet is there to feed me, you know, to, to like, what's the word I'm looking for? Words are leaving my brain today. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? We kind of need to like depersonalize it a little bit. Everything that we see on the internet It's not all for us, even though a lot of it does get targeted towards us. Even though Megan the Stallion said, like it's about men and women and people all over the gender spectrum, just living their best lives for the summer. It's still called hot girl summer. So if you don't identify with being hot or if you don't identify with being a girl, it's a little exclusive. It can be a little exclusive. Not that everything, again, is meant to cater towards us. That was the word I was looking for. Not everything is that personal. At the same time, it just it's a trending thing that might make some people feel like, well, I can't become part of this trend and now I feel left out of this little section of society, which is a very deep, 
deep ancient part of our bodies is a deep ancient part of our chemical makeup of our, our of being a human being that makes us feel kind of crappy you know both of these things can be true you can feel excluded and you can also know that it's not about you and both are totally okay to understand know and feel in the complexity of what we call life see i gotta stop i gotta stop guys i really try I try to have these lighthearted conversations, but I just can't. I can't not bring it there, you know? What if we went back to focusing on the mindset of it and not the physicalities of it? What if it wasn't about needing to change at all? Which is, again, I know it's a crazy concept and your brain might not want to accept that. I feel like in a sense, it's very intelligent the way that our brains do enjoy the motivation that dopamine aspect of like oh i'm suddenly motivated for an external change which is going to make me feel better but the problem or the trick to that is that if you're constantly chasing external means to make yourself feel better internally you'll always be at the mercy of one whatever is trending which you're not deciding the collective is or the algorithms are and two you'll always be at the mercy of everything but yourself and so when you bring it back to an intrinsic mindset an intrinsic energy of unapologetically you nothing needing to change if you do change amongst that great still just being unapologetically you maybe it does make you feel really good to exercise and to eat well then do that but don't do it with the intention of changing yourself do it with the intention of this makes me feel good and I'm unapologetically being myself and unapologetically doing the things that make me feel good in a day-to-day -day basis. Again, too, like what if we what if we introduced chill girl summer or wholesome vibe summer? It doesn't even need to have the word girl in it. It could be I mean, I know I'm having a hella pregnant girl summer, definitely. <laughs> like what about self-care summer? What about healing? Oh, we need a second word in there. Healing, I, I don't wanna use vibe again. Healing energy summer. No, that didn't actually work. Um, give me some time with this. Oh my God, I just dropped my drink everywhere. Fuck. Things got really messy there real quick. Well, about a quarter of my drink is left after that. I'm clearly having a hot mess summer. Which is also, hey, maybe you do. Maybe you end up having a hot mess summer. That's the other thing too. Like. If you put all this pressure to have a hot girl summer and then you actually feel like, you know, you didn't really have the best summer. It, it just, it puts you in a lose-lose situation to put so much pressure on yourself. It puts you in a lose-lose situation to think like, if the summer doesn't meet my preferences, if the summer, or if I as a person don't meet my sudden external changing preferences that don't just, aren't intrinsically accepting, then it's gonna be a loss. This summer's gonna suck. You really are leaving yourself like the tiniest bit of room to enjoy the actual summer because of the external means of summer. If the things you do, the people you hang out with, the situations or experiences you have don't meet your sudden preferences or your sudden ideas of what a hot girl summer is, or if you as a person, if your body doesn't change the way you want it to, if you don't look the way you want it to, if you don't have the money to get the clothes or go on the trips, don't meet those preferences that you've suddenly now nailed or have accepted through the trending content of what it means to have a hot girl summer. If, if you don't meet your preferences, 
then not only will you feel like you failed or feel like you didn't have a, a hot or a great summer, you're also basically making yourself feel like crap when, again, I hate that I keep repeating this, but the whole intention was about feeling good about yourself, right? So have whatever kind of summer you want to have. Maybe you will have a hot mess summer. Maybe you're gonna have a I don't care summer, which again, kind of actually fits the original vibe. Realistically, whatever kind of summer you have, if it's you embracing yourself and you embracing the moment and you embracing the summer for whatever it is or whatever it's going to be, that actually is what the original intention or the original definition of hot girl summer was meant to be. So then you will actually have a hot girl summer without all the pressure and without all of the need to control, you know? You would just have it naturally. You wouldn't even have to worry about it. Now, realistically saying all of this and, and understanding all of this is great. And in a week or maybe even later today, you stumble across some hot girl summer content that it's not gonna make you feel some type of way or suddenly be like, oh crap, yeah, like I need to have a hot girl summer. I need to start working on myself. I need to start changing. I need to, whatever it is, whatever it makes you feel. Something you can do when you stumble across this content, it doesn't have to be hot girl summer content. It could really be any kind of content, is to ask yourself just a few questions. Just take a moment, pause, stop scrolling, stop consuming, stop letting your subconscious download all of these messages that are making you feel just any type of way that you didn't choose to feel and take a second to really understand what's going on internally. The first question would literally be, what is the message? So I do think that there are some great hot girl message or hot girl summer content out there that genuinely is like, live your best life, be you. If the message of the content you're receiving is like, I need to go on lavish trips, I need to do the most, I need to work out if I don't want to work out and change my body and fit a certain mold, then that's not the message that is meant to be hot girl summer and, and stay away, <laughs> scroll fast. The second is how does this make me feel? This is actually probably one of the best practices you can do anytime you're on social media, anytime you're consuming content, especially at the rapid rate that we do consume content, we're losing a sense of touch with how things actually internalize and make us feel, like how our subconscious really is downloading everything we're constantly consuming at such a high rate that our brains haven't really caught up yet. How is this content making me feel? And just just sense it. Don't, don't try and control what your answer is. Don't judge what your answer is. You might find that some hot girl summer content makes you feel excited or motivated. And if it makes you feel good, good on you. Keep going. Like, don't question that. But if it's making you feel insecure or not good enough, or if it's making you feel worse, then it's not, it's not doing you any good. You know what I mean? And so it's not the content that you really want to be seeing. Again, we don't always have the most control over what we're seeing, but a lot of platforms now are allowing you to say like, don't show me this, or I'm not interested in this and kind of give them a better gauge or AI a better gauge. It's weird to call AI them, <laughs> but to give the AI or the algorithms a better gauge of the type of content you do want to see, you can say like, I'm not interested in this. You don't have to hate on it. You can just genuinely be like, not for me, please stop showing me this. It's making me feel like poop. You can take it a step further and ask, am I comparing myself right now? And you'll know right away if the answer is yes or no. And again, like it's not to, it's not to 
even externalize the fault on anybody else. Whatever anybody is posting on the internet, even if you think it is vain, even if you think it is self-serving or whatever it is, that's their cookie to crumble, that's their path to walk, that's their shit to figure out. And not only that, that's your projection or your assumption about what you're seeing, right? Like it's based on who you are, what you've grown to understand and know. You're projecting what you think this person's intentions are with that said whatever it is. It doesn't again help you at all. Everything is just a, a practice of understanding yourself better. You can just take a moment, just take a second and reconnect to, okay, but what's important to me? Or what am I grateful for? And I know that these things are so cliche and kind of watered down and overused nowadays, but it's true in the sense of like, it doesn't need to be a deep profound practice. It could literally just be, oh, I'm comparing myself to this person or this person's life. My life does not feel like that intense and that awesome all the time. I'm comparing that. And you can reconnect to, oh, but wait, as a person, I really just prioritize living in the moment. And am I living in the moment right now? No, I'm not. So I'm gonna just like move on to something else, you know? And it might not always work, but it's just a good practice of checking in with yourself when you're constantly consuming what other people are doing all of the time and making sure that you're not abandoning yourself along the way. Just try to remember that you don't have to hot girl summer. And if you do, you don't have to break the bank. You don't have to change yourself externally at all. You don't have to do what other people are doing. You don't have to fit a conventional mold of what it means to be hot. You don't have to do anything. You truly don't. You just gotta live your best life. You don't even need to share it. You don't even need to post it for anybody to see if you don't want to. There are no rules except for maybe one. And that rule is don't be anybody but who you are. In all of this, the worst part about seeing some of the trends is if anybody out there is trying to be something they're not or trying to be someone they're not or trying to change themselves into someone they're not it's going to leave you so out of alignment and have to do backward motion backward work to get back to where you already are right now without any of that pressure without any of that change be your unapologetic self don't live anybody else's idea or romanticization of a word or a trend or life or a season just be you, just do you. And it will come across not only more authentically, but you'll be living much more aligned with yourself. And then if natural changes do come and they end up being positive changes, great. And if they don't, doesn't matter because it's all about just neutrality of who you are, just accepting who you are, not making everything so personal, you know, not making everything so kind of self, I don't mean this negatively, but self-centered in a way that our brains are kind of being trained to do through the era we're living in. So what if your hot girl summer is literally like enjoying nature? What if it's not even about the you? What if it's like hot nature summer, you know? I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but it allows you to just embrace what is, what comes, what goes, who you are, with a sense of neutrality, with a sense of like, it doesn't need to be one way or the other. Life does not need to meet my preferences. A season does not need to meet my preferences. And that I think is actually the trick or like the trap door to a true hot girl summer without any pressure, without any change, without any need to fit society's mold of whatever the heck the trending version of a hot girl summer is three years down the line, 2022. And if ultimately you only take one thing away from today's chat, is just remember that what the whole premise of a hot girl summer is, is meant to be internal. 
It's meant to be about an internal energy, an internal vibe, an internal mood, and not about an external appearance or an external show you're giving to the world. So remember that, and then that can be your trick or your trapdoor again, if you will, out of that feeling of sudden fight or flight pressure when you come across some content like this that suddenly makes you feel like you have to do, be, or change in any kind of way that isn't just who you already are and what you're already doing or what you will do this summer. So that's my two cents on a hot girl summer. I love the original concept. I love the original intention and the original root of embracing who you are. Hype up your friends, hype up people you don't even know. Be like, yeah, live that hot girl summer, but don't let it change you. Don't let it make yourself feel any less of a person, any less, you know, amazing. <laughs> Just have the summer you're gonna have, enjoy the summer you're gonna have. You know, we only have so many of these and not to be morbid, don't waste it putting, putting all of this like control over like how it has to be and just let it be what it's gonna be. I'm gonna go refill my drink that I spilt all over the floor. Hot mess, disoriented, pregnant girl summer over here. That's my vibe. But it won't be my vibe next year and it wasn't my vibe last summer. So like, cool, I'ma just embrace that. <laughs> and let me know what kind of summer are you having? What is your vibe right now? And outside of that, I will see all of you guys or talk to all of you guys in our next Coffee Talk podcast episode. Bye everyone.